0: Welcome to the Third Generation Networking Podcast with your hosts, Debbie and Greg Peters. Welcome to the Third Generation Networking Podcast. I'm Greg Peters, the Reluctant Networker, and with me is my co-host, Debbie Peters, the networking guru, and also, of course, my mom. Hi, mom. Hi, Greg. How are you? Doing very well. How about yourself?
1: Doing great. I got my... uh my melons planted in my garden yesterday I know that probably by the time we hear this they'll be growing but I'm excited
0: one one would one would hope so yeah (laughs) because because this is actually going uh, will actually be live in July so (laughs) yeah and I might even be able to pick some melons at that point next time we come down we might actually get to have some so yeah All right, well, we're back this week with our all-star networking spotlight. These are the sessions where we open our networking Rolodex to you so you can have access to the ideas, resources, and people who can make your life more successful and significant. Today, our guest is the executive director of BNI Maritimes and the person who at one time would rather run and hide than meet new people. Please welcome Delene Allen. Hello, Delene. Good afternoon, how are you today? Doing very well, how about yourself? Fantastic.
1: Great to see you
0: again, Delene. You you too,
2: Debbie. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, So uh, Delene, uh, just so that our our audience understands, could you explain what BNI is? Uh,
2: BNI stands for Business Network International, the world's largest business referral organization, been around since 1985 in over 70 countries.
0: Okay. Um, and I know that there are a good portion of our audience actually does belong to various BNI chapters. Uh, could you tell us how you became involved in it? And how did you end up being the executive director? It sounds like you're, you ended up being the cat wrangler.
2: <laughs> well, uh, since I was a sadly pathetic networker early on, um, when BNI first came to Canada, I was a member for several years. And that's where I learned the skills of networking and the value and importance of building relationships and so BNI has been open in Canada for about 25 years and it actually had left the Maritimes and hadn't been here for about a dozen years so somebody else brought it back originally to the Maritimes I helped them launch a chapter and then they kind of lost interest so I didn't mean to buy it but I'm really glad I did.
1: It bought you, right?
0: (laughs) So who do you help? Who who does BNI really help? I mean, who's who's sort of the, the, the type of people that you want coming to BNI?
2: Well, people who already have a good network. Who want a better network? Um, I think those of us that have good networks realize that and, and value the importance of what that can do, not only in our business but in our daily lives. And so, people whose businesses are ready to grow, um, people who want a, a mastermind group, a presentation skills course, Toastmasters—it's it, all of those things wrapped into one, as well as the priority of. Um, Creating visibility, credibility, and most important, profitability to make money.
0: <laughs> we like that making money. going. Exactly. Yeah. So, what sort of uh, uh, businesses or what sort of careers or, or what type of people should be looking at BNI? Because it's, it's I'm guessing the corporate lawyer that that works in, in in amongst the bowels of the company probably not a good fit for BNI.
2: Well, a- again. Most companies today, especially law firms, have a business development person, so it could be somebody in their staff human resources and maybe not the lawyer directly, but anybody we like to have people with at least two years of business experience that they are a stable business that they 're looking for growth and and b and I encompasses more than just networking it 's not a buyer 's club it 's not um, a coffee chat it is um, I mean, we we track everything. And if you wanna see a return on your investment, where are you networking? And can you prove that you're actually making money from those those avenues of networking? Because today we're a lot more limited in how we can network and make connections. I think we have to become more resourceful. And luckily for us, the BNI has pivoted to an online platform and it's actually working really, really well. But I don't think many of us, because I certainly wasn't taught networking in school. Uh, Greg, you were just so lucky that you have a remarkable mother and grandmother who, who taught you how to do this. It's not a course in school.
0: Well, and it, it, yes, I, I actually took mom's course and she made me pay full price. So
2: <laughs> that's a person who values her business. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So again, it it can be for almost any profession. Um, givers gain is our number one core value. Um, so are you willing to share your network with other people to help grow their business in return that they can help you grow your business, right? Mm. Positive attitude is one of the other things. Lifelong learning. Again, it's it's more than networking, and and it really uh, it's it's kind of what you two teach what what your company does is really we want human connection today um, but you teach in the most beautiful way and how to do it that you're looking for a human connection first if a conversation can start and flow to me that's the basis of everything business will happen naturally organically
0: so you obviously value networking fairly highly Can you tell us a story about a time that you discovered that networking was going to be important for you?
2: Well, here's the interesting part. My parents, like many other parents, said when I was little, don't talk to strangers. And at five or six or seven, that served you well. But as, as you grew up, networking, again, wasn't really anything... <sighs> you know, it it wasn't that I didn't have friends and it wasn't that I was really that shy, but like anything else, we all have a comfort zone. So learning to step outside of your comfort zone is a real process. And so I did start a business and the part that was interesting was a home-based business. It was in the direct sales industry. And so I didn't have a bricks and mortar store like most people did, which was easy for their business. And so what I learned was I learned how to wear something that people would comment on because you see if somebody talked to me I could then keep the conversation going it was those first few words that I would rather really throw up so I also played a game that when (laughs) when I was uh, because it was a a customer service business I was in so there was you know you're developing the relationship with the customer so um, I would I mean my my concert was uh, the best compliment you give me is referrals and the game I would play was I would do anything I could to, um, to get a referral. Because if I left an appointment without a referral, I had to go hand out a card. I was really good. You know, when I'm in front of that person, it was like, I'm not leaving here till I get a referral. And preferably I'm going to start at about five, which means that maybe I'll get three or at least one because I wanted one. Y'all got to aim higher. Um, and so once again, I was comfortable with somebody. It, it naturally happened. Right. And, but to take that skill and then use it in a grocery lineup, you know, if somebody talked to me, I was a really good listener. I was great at, you know, if they started talking to me, but the idea that my business card was in my pocket and that small, you know, just handing it to that person, we've made a connection. Maybe we could have coffee for years. I could not do that. I could not do that. I just, You know, I, people would say, it was so nice to chat with you. You want to go, I never said a word.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're a very good conversationalist. And I was, and you know what, you know what Deline, because of your, your reticence, probably you made more friends because I, I find when people shove their business card at me, it's like icky as opposed to, you know, asking for theirs or, you know, let's go get coffee or whatever. So you were doing it right. You just didn't know you were doing it right. (laughs) Well, well, but it was the grocery lineup, but it wasn't like I was going
2: to see her again. So I could have handed her a card and I would have been further off further ahead. But you're right that the human connection, I always look for, to me, I'm curious, right? Everybody's got a story. And, if you're willing to listen to that story and after a few minutes, if they don't say, well, what do you do? Then you go, okay, I don't think I want to do business with this person.
0: <laughs> Those sorts of conversations do have to be sort of 50, 50, right?
2: 70, 30, even's really good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you have obviously seen a lot of networking and doing what you do. Uh, can you maybe give our listeners, uh, Three tips on good networking practice, something they really should be keeping top of mind in their networking.
2: Well, when we go back to -to face-to-face, I always go into an event with a a goal. What am I going to do? Who am I looking to meet? Now, what I love about online events, a lot of times you can go in ahead of time and see who's registered. So if you can go on ahead of time and see who is actually registered, then what happens is you can check their profile out and you can go, okay, I want to meet this person, this person, and this person, and actually have some sort of a plan. So my mission is usually make quality connection with at least three people and see if I can book a coffee. Because... The other thing I really like is I'm not leaving that because that's what I learned from always wanting a referral. I would never leave unless I had another appointment booked or, you know, if I wasn't quite where I needed to be in the sales funnel process, that is it okay if we make another appointment? Why don't you sleep on this? We'll have another whatever. Um, And so I also love to hand out if I was handing out my card back in the day when it was, I might have a candy attached to it. (laughs) right? I love individually wrapped lifesavers, right? What can I do Uh, nice for you today? Or, you know, your business is worth a mint to me, just something that people would chuckle about, right? Yeah. And little chocolate bars, anything food wise, people, yeah. Now, we have vegetarians, so you got to watch what you do there. But usually a little chocolate, you can sneak into just about anybody. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So the the other thing, because I was so paranoid about networking, that it, it, I'm, I'm the child of a military, uh, an officer in the, in the Navy. And if you weren't 20 minutes early, you were late. And so walking into a room 20 minutes early when you're shy is actually makes you feel more powerful, because there's really nobody there. But I would go stand in the corner. And then after a while, it was like, I'm not getting anywhere far and fast. And if I've got a goal, and I've you know, I need to overcome this. So you think of all of the ways that you can when you're stuck in a situation. Usually you look at the, the stuck or the obstacle until it becomes a mountain, instead of realizing go around it, what can I do? So I would still get to networking early, but I would watch the first people that come through the door. And the ones with the deer in the headlights, look, I'd go over and say, hi, how are you? You look more afraid than me. And they go, oh, thank God you talked to me, right? So I have an instant friend, right? And then I'd say, well, tell me what you do. And is there anybody here that you'd really like to meet? You know, who? And then I would, because a lot of times, you know, I'm I'm out networking a lot in the place where I live, that a lot of times I'd know somebody in the room and I could go over and say, excuse me, but I think you two need to meet. And before long, uh, what happens is a lot of people now see Delene in the room. They come over and go, okay, Delene, this is who I need to meet. And so you could train people and then, I forget where I was at one of the last face-to-face. Three women came over who know me, and go, "Okay, these are who we need to meet." And I go, "This was a room." I'm going, "Wow, I don't know a whole lot of people." I said, "Okay, let's target. Where's where's a bigger group of women?" So there were four or five, and I had like four of us. So they were open enough that there was right. So I kind of go over and wait till there's a little, you know, somebody's going to look at you and stop talking, and I'll go. We all picked this group. Because you were the most dynamic, you were all having fun talking and we're missing out so tell us what you were talking about. <laughs> so at least they go back to I, if I interrupted their conversation they keep it going, and then everybody starts to pair off with somebody, and everybody makes a connection. So I'm still not that 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 really great when you think about it because I do the introduction, and then I listen to what everybody else is saying, and then I kind of go okay well they all kind of know me these are the three that I really want to talk to. Not that I don't want to make connections with the other, but we need to be strategic if we're going to
0: make this work. Wow. Uh, I, I was trying to count all the different tips that you had in there and I lost count at five. So, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I had the see who's registered, be there early, set goals, watch for the fearful, and be ready to introduce. Uh, those are the five. I, and I know there were more that I just couldn't write fast enough. So, wow, Delene, thank you.
2: <laughs> oh. Well, do you know, now I can talk to anybody, anywhere. And, and literally my husband, I mean, we're in COVID right now. So he's like, you go out by yourself because and he's actually, he's pretty shy too, but he, he will now just start a conversation with somebody by just, you know, smile. I think that's the biggest thing. Now we're wearing masks here and don't laugh. I actually got a mask that has a big smile on it and people talk to me. And remember what I said, I talked about, I wore something clothing And in fact, um, I used to teach a class, I used to be in in the fashion industry called conversation clothing. So that if you wear a print, it's friendlier than a plain color. Men with ties, a really wild tie, somebody will start a conversation with you right? Debbie, your beautiful pink sweater and that beautiful top you have underneath, that's conversation clothing. So I always say to people, if you're really wanting people to communicate with you, watch what you wear. And notice on the days that you go out with certain colors on something brighter, a piece of jewelry, I wear funny glasses. That's what gets people talking to you, which for most of us, because that fear, flight or freeze, you have about six seconds to hand out that card before fear fits fear sets in so you got to do it unconsciously and it's like a muscle the only way that's going to happen is if you practice it regularly so I look at somebody in the eye and even under a mask I think they can tell if you're smiling and I'll smile at them and if they they at least make eye contact say I hope you're having a great day right and and that was one of the things and even that Greg oh my god that that was like kind of heart palpitation. But <laughs> but but you do it often enough and and you get more comfortable with it. And you know even that can make somebody's day and right now we need to spread a few more smiles. But then you kind of compliment on, on something they're wearing, right? But I have to tell you I have a couple of things that I wear and I will only wear them when I want to talk to people. Because <laughs> because yeah, I well, I used to work with Mary Kay Cosmetics, so I had this beautiful sweater that had all kinds of beaded pink Cadillacs. But on the back of it, it had the outline of a pink Cadillac all sparkly with a door open and a lady, lady's leg coming out of it. And when I was walking around airports, I would hear <laughs> somebody running up to me to talk to me about my pink Cadillac sweater. More people wanted to buy it off my back than I could tell you. And I used to laugh and say, made me more money than you can imagine. I can believe it.
1: I do the same thing with, well, we both do the same thing with our glasses because, you know, I wear weird glasses too. Uh, Or not weird, fun. Fun. Yeah. And then I have an illuminated name tag. Yeah. So when I'm in person, I haven't had to wear it, obviously, because we have names on the zoom but I wore it just recently and it was so weird that you know again people are coming up where did you get that and how can I get one so it oh, starts a yeah. conversation uh, and and it's easier than you think I love
2: men and fun socks today I mean yeah oh, c- that's c- great exactly but that's a conversation starter but men in ties glasses earrings brooches yeah, there's just, there's a million ways we can do this. And to me, it's even more important on Zoom. The other thing is our backdrop, okay? Um, <laughs> when I, I'm on a Zoom, like a group Zoom with a bunch of people, when they've got their business advertising, that's front and, front and center. You know, we, we don't have, even if you've got bricks and mortar stores, not many people driving by them, but you wanna have something behind you that showcases what your business is. You know, I said to a realtor the other day, just put up a, a posting of your, your latest house listing. Because she was sort of saying, oh, I don't want to put, put a sign up. Put something that gets somebody to ask you a question about what's
1: behind you. I need my tech person to help me with that.
0: Well, yes. yeah, I'll, I'll get right <laughs> on that. Well, we actually had another of our guests a, a while back, uh, uh, Travis Slattimore, right? Uh, yes. He, he actually had, on his backdrop, he had a QR code. Yep. To, that you could scan to, to get it. And it was like, wow, that's that's a whole next level.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. But here's the other thing, Greg. Um, you saw that and it registered. How many other people are going, you know, it's almost like they don't want to hear what anybody, they're in there trying to zap that code. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, look what I can do. Um, well, so and yes. he had
0: actually written on it, scan this. So Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Wonderful. So, Delene, what are the the couple pieces of clothing or accessories that you wear when you want people to talk to you? What are What are the ones? Well, um, a few years
2: ago, I because we wear coats a lot in Canada. We um, <laughs> do a, here uh, in Ohio too. Okay. <laughs> well. I had a a box full of brooches and I I never wore them. So I just went out and I put one on absolutely every coat. And in fact, on some of them, a couple. And now I kind of look for uh, things. I have a a really pretty pin that says, believe on it. And most people will go, isn't that nice? And you go, yeah, isn't that great? You know, I believe in something great is going to happen to you today. But whatever starts a conversation. I love hearts, big hearts. Um, And then you can have your company pin or I'll tell you a light up one i mean at christmas time i used to have one that that flashed then i have another one that plays uh, a little bit of music the world's a wonderful place or something just you know so you can always turn that on when you're in the grocery lineup so somebody's like where's the music coming
0: from <laughs> for me i would just assume it's inside my hearing aids so <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh, what do you like to do when you're not wrangling bni maritimes what, what what do you like to do for fun
2: Oh, for fun? Oh,
0: yeah. well, I've heard of that, say, right? I've heard the Canadians have fun now and again.
2: <laughs> you can find clients on the beach as well. You never know where you're going to meet them. Um, we are so close to the ocean. We have some of the best beaches, certainly um, on the East Coast. So a walk on the beach, just sit on the rocks, enjoy that. My husband's a fly fisherman. So I get eaten alive by mosquitoes while he fly fishes. But that's what love does for you. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, just and don't laugh. I'm a maritimer. So a foggy day is, is to me kind of very special and unique. It um, gives us uh, kind of a dreamlike um, kind of atmosphere when you can't see 20 feet in front of your face. I say people who live in a fog are people without goals. That's what <laughs> fog reminds me of.
1: Yeah. So you, so well, you, your your parents were in the, or your dad was in the military. So you didn't grow up in the Maritimes, did you? Uh, I grew up
2: between Nova Scotia and Ottawa. Those were the only places that that we lived. Yeah, he was in the Navy, so we either worked uh, on a ship in Nova Scotia or for what was called National Defense in Ottawa. So yeah, I kind of grew up between those two areas. And uh, my dad actually was the most amazing networker. And I did not appreciate that until later in life. He kind of knew everybody. He was a pay officer um, in one of the bases he was on. So guess what? Everybody came to him for his pay. So
0: he he, <laughs> he very was popular. Uh,
2: uh, <laughs> well, but here's the thing. <laughs> He, he was comfortable sitting in his desk at his office, having people come to him. Most of us can't do that right mm-hmm. right most, most of us have to find a way to get out and get them talking to us.
0: So Delene, uh, where are you where are you hoping to move from here? I mean uh, you you you've built a fair amount of success there with VNI Maritimes. What do you see as sort of your next steps?
2: Oh Well, first of all, one of the things that I love about BNI is the fact that it's not only built a local business community, which is our mission in Atlantic Canada. Uh, we have an aging population, so we need people to come here, build businesses here, bring their lives here, their families here. So my job is to support those people um, and, you know, many small to medium business owners. Um, we want to see their businesses grow through B&I and certainly for anybody globally, COVID's actually been really good. Put us on the map. People realize it's a fantastic place to live and do business, but I love to travel. So I'm able to take uh, my B&I and do training with B&I chapters all over the world and call it a business trip. I love that.
0: You know, uh, in some ways, yes, uh, of course, the the COVID shutdowns and everything, and and COVID itself has been this huge tragedy, but it has, in some ways, made the world a little smaller. Um, I I know I got to present to uh, BNI Maritimes. That that might not be something that I normally got to do. And we got to actually, I got to attend your big gala, which was an online gala. I love the fact that you had done all this extra effort to make it a real event. I mean, you had... Because you were you were naming the people who are like the, the, the biggest givers or whatever. And, you, you know, the three different people would pop up on screen and the winner is and there would be fireworks and everything like, wow, they really are doing fun stuff up there. <laughs> oh, and and here, here's the other part. We still need to
2: network. We still need to grow our businesses. And there are wonderful opportunities. I tell you, I'm not sure if you've um, interviewed anybody in the online conference platforms. I have a, a member that went to one the other day. And on her computer, it showed her walking into the convention center.
0: You'd have wow. to know the girl.
2: She said, I wonder if I can dance. So she danced her way to the convention center. You'd have to know her. She's a party girl. Once she got in there, all, all kinds of people are milling around. So she said, oh, I wonder if I can talk to them. So it, she was like, even before she got in the room, she met like 10 people. Wow. Right. And then when you're,
1: online,
2: online, Debbie, it's brilliant. And wow. then she went in and she sat down at a table and it was like you were looking at the 10 people you were sitting with so you could have conversations and then usually what happens you get at a table and you think okay I'm stuck here the whole day and you'd have to know this person she said I'll be right back she goes over and sits at another table she so she connects with them I mean it was she just said it was the best conference I ever went to and I didn't leave my office
0: <laughs> I think we're going to find out more details about that
2: <laughs> oh the platforms are amazing just Absolutely amazing, and so um, in the end, this is this is kind of what this girl is like. The people in the lobby on a coffee break, she had them all dancing, right? Now, now, are you going to do that at a real conference? Likely not.
0: Well, you've never been into a National Speakers Association conference. It's entirely possible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, if if someone wants to reach out to you to find out more about BNI Maritimes or about BNI in general, or even just get some advice on good networking, how can they get in touch with you?
2: Oh, well, www.bnimaritimes.com. Check Eventbrite or Meetup for any of our online networking events. We'd love to have you visit, promote your business, and help you make some really great business connections. And I would highly recommend that you take the courses that Debbie and Greg do, because much as I've been a lifelong networker, the first one I took blew my mind. I have learned more from you two than I likely did in my whole lifetime of networking. Um, And I've utilized that. Yeah, brilliant. You guys just the
1: check is in the mail. Thank thank (laughs) you so much. That was
0: very wonderful of you to say that. But (laughs) totally the truth. So uh, one last thing, unless mom, do you want to jump in and take take me off? My no, radar? no,
1: okay. I'm, I'm going to be good today. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> one last uh, question. What is one piece of advice you've received that you would like to pass on to our audience? And who, who gave you that advice?
2: Oh, well, something I think I was naturally born with was a curiosity, a curiosity to to hear people's stories, to hear where they're from, what's important to them. But it's also the human connection that I value more than anything. And I'm hoping when we come out of COVID, we might actually care about people a little bit more. The one thing that somebody said, two ears, one mouth, use accordingly. You know, um, you learn more by asking questions and and not trying to reply, but to actually hear what that person is saying, Mm -hmm. right? When a person feels heard they feel valued validated and you'll make a connection because that again
0: huge be curious be fascinated be interested yeah and really listen all right well thank you all for tuning into our program today uh if you did enjoy it of course you did Please comment down below. Uh, we, of course, will be posting these on our Facebook pages. The information will be in the show notes. Hey, share it with a friend, especially if you know anybody who's curious at all about BNI, Business Network International. Uh, or Canada, thing. Nova Scotia. Or Canada, Nova Scotia in the fog. So, <laughs> <laughs> And of course, if you'd like to hear more, please do subscribe. We are back every week and we would hate to miss you. Until next time, go out and make some great connections. Take care, Deline. Take care, Mom. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Third Generation Networking Podcast with your hosts, Greg and Debbie Peters. If you'd like to learn more about our new virtual training programs, go to connectnation.com.